Broadcasting from a remote corner of the front office of Grave Diggers Local 16, it's Six Foot Plus, the podcast of music and more for those who like it spooky. Come on in, sit down, grab yourself a cup of coffee, or maybe something stronger, perhaps a cup of blood, if that's what you need to get the juices flowing. Make yourself at home, because you are home. 
Welcome home and welcome back to Six Foot Plus, the podcast that stalks along the creepy side of music. Man, it's been a while since we've met, dear listener, so it's nice to see you found your way back to this little remote corner where we shine the spotlight on the music with a weird, nasty, strange little bent to it. Horror punk, psychobilly, demented surf, mutant garage rock, and whatever we happen to dig up. Our release schedule is going to be a bit strange for a while, so you better subscribe to Six Foot Plus so you don't lose track of any new episodes. After you subscribe, do me a favor, leave a rating, write a review. It helps our algorithm, especially on iTunes. And our social media sites have been a bit dormant, but we're bringing them back to life. Go like, follow, and friend us, facebook.com slash sixfootplus, at sixfootpluspodcast on Instagram, and for Twitter, it's at sixfootplus. Number six, F-T-P-L-U-S. So, dear listener, in case you've forgotten, I am the curator of this program, the sleepwalking day tripper, your favorite grave digger, the one and only Strange Jason. Hello! Six Foot Plus has been kind of screwy over the past month or so. We only released one episode throughout the entire month of May because, uh, well, my life has been nothing short of a nightmare. And that gave me inspiration. Robert England celebrated a birthday on June 6th, and so what better way to celebrate the nightmare of a schedule we've been going through here at Six Foot Plus than an episode dedicated to Nightmare on Elm Street? Yes, tuck yourself in, say your prayers, do that interesting chant that I can't remember, one, two, Freddy's coming for you. Because on this episode, we'll play tracks from Los Mortes, 800 Octane, Motor Zombies, Action Adventure World, and so much more. Monster Matt Patterson is the ghoul of your dreams, though you might never wake up from them once you listen to the Monster Matt Minute. We'll get more into what's been keeping me from speaking into this mic at you later in the show. I imagine you've gone long enough without any spooky music, so let's get right into it with a good chunk, all honoring the slasher series that made us scared to fall asleep at night. Right now, it's the Coffin Caddies with Nightmare on Elm Street. The kids of Elm Street don't know it yet, but something is coming to get them. Whatever you do,
this is Alexandra West. This is Andrea Subasati from the Faculty of Horror. And you're listening to Six Foot Plus.
of dream boats from below the border Los Mortz with Elm Street and Kruger's Nightmare from Motor Zombies personally and I don't think I'm in the minority here when I say that I've always enjoyed Robert England in whatever role he is wherever he happens to show up he does have quite the storied career he made his major break with the V television series as the character of Willie before turning into the murderous child killing demon known as Fred Krueger you know he was or still may even be a close friend of Mark Hamill yeah I think Robert even tried out for Star Wars and suggested Mark give the sci-fi movie a shot so yes dear listener Freddy Krueger is responsible for Luke Skywalker Ah, looking at his IMDb page now, I see he's still making horror movies. He'll appear in the Funhouse Massacre, Lake Placid vs. Anaconda, because why not? And The Chronicles of Young Washington, very versatile. You also might want to check out his version of Phantom of the Opera. It was recently re-released on Blu-ray by Scream Factory, if my exhausted memory serves me right. Ah, exhausted. There's the rub. Yes, dear listener, I've been a bit tired. I've lost a lot of time lately. Time that I would have in order to put out these episodes on a consistent basis. The Jason part of me took on a new job that demands about 10 to 12 more hours a week. Time that was usually dedicated to the podcast. Yikes. Plus, there was a five-week period where my schedule was so bonkers, I was getting to the breaking point. Yeah, it wasn't pretty, but... It's much better now, I'm happy to report. And just because I've lost that extra time doesn't mean that Six Foot Plus is going anywhere. I really enjoy putting out this show, and and while I don't know if it'll return to a weekly format, I, you know, I can't really see it ending at this point. One day it will, but not right now. I'll try to put out an episode every week, but I can't really make that promise. Though I can say for the month of June, we will have two more episodes. It all sounds sad, but you and me, dear listener, will make it work. Uh, but don't be sad. Be like the Coffin Wheels. They got the Elm Street Blues, but they're still chugging along. Well, mainly because if they stop, Freddie will get them. Here now, Coffin Wheels, Elm Street Blues. <laughs>
Coffin Wheels and Elm Street Blues, followed by Going Natives, Freddy Krueger Mask and Glove in Blake's Room. Atmospheric, spooky, and perhaps a little obtuse. Just how we roll here at Six Foot Plus. Sometimes we make a lot of sense, and sometimes we boggle your mind to the point of sheer panic and terror, much like how everyone feels thanks to the Monster Mat Minute. Oh, morning maniacs! <laughs> Yes, that's right. It is uh, your fiend, your drooly, Monster Matt Patterson, the man of a thousand bad monster jokes hailing all the way from Matsylvania. Hey-oh! 
And hey, old you sitting in the corner of the tomb, you freaky thing, you. <laughs> the maniacs, I was feeling rather collegiate the other day. Uh, don't ask why. <laughs> uh, and I got to wondering, as one often will, what fraternity does Jason Voorhees belong to? He was a dismember of Phi Decapitata. <laughs> oh, nothing to lose your head over there. Whoa, hey, ho, ho. You know, if the fraternity in Revenge of the Nerds was, in fact, Lambda, 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 well, what was the fraternity in Revenge of the Creature? Clamda, Clamda, Clamda. <laughs> Ow. That one was terrible. Yes, thank you. Uh, Moving along. A sci-fi fan was in legal trouble. His lawyer advised him to plead the fifth element. (laughs) Can I get a multi-pass on that one? (laughs) All right. Uh, What do you get by crossing a film about a claustrophobic German U-boat and the walking tree from Guardians of the Galaxy? Das Groot! (laughs) Instead of Das Boot, you get it? Oh, brother. Maniacs, watch a movie or two, would you? Okay, Maniacs, moving along. Uh, What do the conjoined twins of American Horror Story sing that nobody else can? I'm looking over one of our shoulders that I've overlooked before. (laughs) It just doesn't get any better than this. No, really, this is it. (laughs) Oh, maniacs, uh, for your final punishment. Uh, Speaking of American Horror Story, we'll go along with that. Uh, What song does Jimmy the Lobster Boy dislike? She's a bisque house. Maniacs! How does he do it? Well, there's not much effort involved, or talent for that matter. (laughs) Ask my editors. Uh, Maniacs, that's all the time I have for right now, and aren't you the yucky ones for that little factoid? Um, Until next time, Ouija board wishes and cadaver dreams. Bye-bye. This has been the Monster Matt Minute with Monster Matt Patterson. Congratulations. You survived. For more from the man of a thousand bad monster jokes, follow Monster Matt on Twitter at number one Monster Matt. That's the number one Monster Matt. Keep track of Monster Matt's conventions appearances, his artwork, and info on his new book, Ha Ha Horror, over at his website, Ha Ha Horror, found online at hahahorror.com.
This is Mitch Markowitz at Fear Fest 2013. I'm here representing the hilarious House of Frightenstein. I was the associate producer, head writer, and super hippie. Also, the last will and testament of Rosalind Lee. My part on that was key, and my expression in the film was close your eyes, close your eyes, close your eyes. You're listening to Six Foot Plus. Everybody should be. Real quick, 
He grabbed me by my neck and said, Here's what we'll do. We've got a lot of work here, me and you. The souls of your friends, you and I will claim. You've got the body and I've got the brain. I said, yo, friend, I think you got me all wrong. I ain't partners with nobody with nails that long. Look, to be honest, the team won't work. The girls won't be on your friend, your face is all burned. I patted him on the shoulder, said thanks for stopping by, and then I opened up the door and said, take care, guy. He got mad, drew back his arm, and slashed my shirt. I laughed at first, but thought, hold up, that hurt. It wasn't a dream, man, this guy was for real. I said, pretty, oh, hell, there's been an awful mistake here. Look for the words, and then I darted upstairs. Crashed through my door and jumped on my bed. Pulled the covers up over my head. Said, oh, please do something with bread. He jumped on my bed, went through the covers with the claws, tried to get me. But my alarm went off, and then silence. It was a whole new day, I thought. <laughs> I wasn't scared of him anyway, until I noticed those rips in my sheet, and that was proof that there had been a nightmare on my street. Get Down, Action Adventure World, doing a cover of Will Smith's and DJ Jazzy Jeff's Nightmare on my street. I thought about putting the fat boys, Are You Ready for Freddy, in this episode, but then I'd also have to throw in Dawkins' Dream Warriors. And man, that would be way too much 80s in a single episode. Too much 80s. Yes, dear listener, it is possible. Don't believe otherwise. We also included a cup from the Elm Street Group's record featuring Robert England doing his version of Wooly Bully. Yeah, I still don't know what to think about that. Well, so I won't. And we continue on. The Nightmare on Elm Street soundtracks have included an interesting eclectic mix of music throughout the years. One memorable music scene came in part four, The Dream Master, and it included Dramarama's Anything Anything. Yeah, it was the karate scene, because you know, karate, the 80s, Dramarama. Anyway, 800 Octane did a great cover of it, so we'll play that now. 800 Octane doing anything, anything.
of today and you ask them what it is about rock and roll music that they like and they'll the first thing they'll say is the beat the beat the beat babylon the great is fallen and has become the habitation of devils and the hold of every foul spirit for the wages of sin is death the battle comes we will be ready yea though we walk through the valley we will fear no evil evil will fear us the stage is set and the audience is screaming. In Hell's Appalooza, the best damn rock show ever. A full-length novel weaving around and through a seven-story anthology. All about a rock festival in southern Missouri that truly raises hell. Available on Amazon.com. Look for Hell's Appalooza on Facebook and Twitter.
is Evil Presley. And Willie B. From the Independence, and you're listening to... Six Foot Plus. <laughs> <laughs> Pipe hitters and bastard son of a hundred maniacs, followed by the Rockin' Bones, a French psychobilly band, if I remember correctly, and their song, Freddy Krueger and the Final Nightmare. The Final Nightmare, aka Part 6, aka Freddy's Dead. Of course, it wouldn't be the final nightmare. West Craven's new nightmare would come out three years later after Part 6, and six years later than that, we'd have the remake. I can honestly say I haven't seen the remake featuring Jackie Earl Haley. When I heard that he was cast, I thought he would make a decent Freddy, but from what the stills I've seen, the makeup just looks wrong. And of course, everyone said that the movie sucked, which, uh, yeah. I mean, there's a problem when you have a single actor play a character for the duration of that character's life. The actor's personality is what makes that character come to life, what makes the monster pop. Freddy is Robert England, and Robert is Freddy. Trying to switch out Robert for somebody else ends up with a generic, 
disappointing caricature of the monster audiences fell in love with. Yeah, that's also an issue. Audiences fell in love with Freddy. Uh, during the whole Nightmare on Elm Street series, they never really made a protagonist they never really made a protagonist strong enough to match Freddy's personality, so, I mean, ultimately the monster became the hero. Robert England's natural charisma bled through the makeup, and Freddy became the reason people went to these movies. They wanted to see this child murderer kill some teenagers. Root for the bad guy and all that. How is this person going to die? Is it going to be gruesome? Is it going to be interesting? Welcome to prime time, bitch. All that. Yeah. The deaths became the best part of each new Nightmare on Elm Street movie, which, you know, kind of diluted the quality. There wasn't a plot. It was just a string of interesting deaths with a deus ex machina thrown in to tie it up until the next sequel. If anything we learned about the 2010 remake, you just can't really put anybody in a red and green sweater and expect the same magic as when it's Robert England as the man underneath the burn makeup. It's kind of a shame. The remake didn't really spawn a new franchise, so the whole question as to whether or not we'll see another nightmare movie hangs in the balance. Yeah, we probably will. There's just something about the character of Freddy Krueger that keeps drawing us horror fans down into the basement. Freddy truly is the man of your dreams. And the theater zombies are here to sing about their favorite entry in the Nightmare on Elm Street series, part four, The Dream Master. Here now, theater zombies and Dream Master. <laughs> Begging, pleading to be real 
city, in your town, and in your neighborhood, thousands of girls are becoming rockabilly hellcats. Girls running in packs who learn the naked facts of life too young, just in clothes from cats like us. Don't tell me you've never rode a hot rod or had a late date in the second balcony. These girls shop online all hours of the night at catslikeus.com, and they get what they want. T-shirts, tight dresses, handbags, and more. These girls are dressed to kill. Too young to be careful, too tough to be afraid. I get my kicks at Cats Like Us, city of Tonawanda. Catslikeus.com. This is Steve Niles, and you're listening to Six Foot Plus. Mr. Monster and Tina and Freddy. They'll be playing at Ghoul's Night Out Fest this year, so go see them. Be sure to see us when we come back, dear listener. Looking at the clock, it might be time for us to try and get some much-needed shot high. <laughs> yes, it's the end of the episode. I hope you've enjoyed yourself. I'll be back sooner than later. In the meantime, subscribe to Six Foot Plus so you don't miss out, and drop me a line on Twitter, at Six Foot Plus. And of course, don't forget to read Gravediggers Local 16, found online at gravediggerslocal.com. 
thanks for sticking around if you've been a fan for long or checking us out if you're a new listener. Going forward, things should be less of a nightmare. After all, Freddy's dead. Well, for now. No matter what, you can't kill fear, and the living embodiment of fear was Kruger himself. Fear follows you in your dreams and in every moment of waking life. But once you conquer it, you kill Freddy. Yeah, I suppose that's the lesson of the first movie, even though its ending was kind of whack. I, uh, whatever. Sure. Simply believing in yourself might kill Freddy, but, you know, he's never really dead for good. Just like Six Foot Plus. He might disappear, but he'll come back for the sequel. And so will we. We'll be back. But now we'll end this show with Shriek and the song Freddy's Dead. Now, if you pardon me, dear listener, I'm going to go take a nap. Until next time, pleasant dreams. Plus, episode 149, Freddy vs. Strange Jason. This has been Six Foot Plus, a GDL 16 production. To support, subscribe, rate, review, and recommend Six Foot Plus. The theme song, Carpe Noctum, performed by the Madeira. Shivala, Yvonne. Urban Graveyard Lounge music, performed by Kava Khan. Mahalo. Monster Matt Patterson of the Monster Matt Minute can be found online at hahahorror.com. To find out about all the music you heard on this episode, as well as all past episodes and all those important links, go to Six Foot Plus. That's the number six, F T P L U S.com.